The third round of the AFL kicked off last night, and geez, uh, a big round still to come. Collingwood and Richmond at the MCG tonight. Uh, the Saints will celebrate their 150th anniversary, and of course, coming up on Sunday, we have the Western Derby between the Fremantle Dockers and the West Coast Eagles. Uh, joining us down the line this afternoon to talk uh, a little footy is Brett Peak. Brett, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much for taking the time. Um, what are you up to these days, Brett? I'm currently uh, I'm up in Exmouth at the moment, uh, overlooking the marina, just contemplating whether I take the boat out and go uh, get a feed of fish for dinner. But uh, in in my life, I'm residing down in the uh, in the Great Southern around the Albany region, um, still having a kick down there with the Albany Shark. Still enjoying footy. Um, turned forty this year, so. I, I didn't think I'd still be playing at, uh, at this age, but um, giving back, you know, to, to what's given me a pretty good life. So in regards to that, um, yes, uh, learning a little bit of farming here and there and, and living the simple life. Good to hear. And uh, well, how do you go? Do you get as many kicks as you used to or maybe not so much? Uh, yeah, how do you go out in the field? No, I, don't think, I don't think I got many when I was playing anyway. <laughs> I'm, uh, I call it the the old uh, one out. So one out in the goal square, just give me some room and um, let me use my smarts. And yeah, I've been fortunate enough to play in some pretty good teams over um, sort of my country career, I suppose you can call it. And uh, yeah, every now and then I, I pop up for a few sausage rolls, which is always nice. But uh, obviously, you know, with the career, you know, can't go on forever. Um, hopefully, we can finish it off with a with a flag. And uh, yeah. Hang the boots up, as they say. Yeah, that'd be a nice way to finish off uh, a great career. Do you watch much footy nowadays? Well, I did an interview about three weeks ago with uh, Pete Blahoff, and this this year and probably most of last year, not not really. I was doing a little bit of uh, special comments with ABC, so obviously, um, you know, every second week, and I was watching more footy just obviously keep your head in uh, trends of the game players and who's coming in and who's going, etc., etc. But yeah, over the last, yeah, probably a year and a half, um, also the last year, I haven't really uh, watched much and, and really gone out of the way to, to, to watch it at all. So um, it's, it's sort of funny because people think, you know, because you play football, and, you know, you played it for a profession for a long period of time that you sort of live and breathe it. But for me, uh, if, if there's a game on at the pub or, you know, if, if I'm someone's house or, you know, it's on, I'll have a glance over and have a have a look. Um, but unless it's a really good game, uh, or I think it's going to be a good game, yeah, I, I still would struggle to find time to watch a three-hour game of footy. So um, really the only game I've watched at the grand final last year, in the last sort of year and a half. Yeah, it's fascinating talking to past players because... Some really enjoy watching the game week in, week out. They can't get enough of it. Others, well, not so much. They're content and they're happy letting footy go by in a way. Um, I mean, the games you do watch, Brett, do you enjoy the way it's played nowadays? Oh, if it's a good, if it's a good game, like if it's a good, like everyone wants a good game. And when I say a good game, uh, that in that involves a bit of everything, you know, like. The umpiring is at the highest standard, and you know you don't notice that. Um, you know, fifty-fifty crowd. Usually, that's uh, sort of somewhere over in Melbourne. Um, but just a good game of footy, a bit of a bit of speed, a, a bit of you know rough and tough, and, and a high-scoring game. I think that's the thing that sort of put AFL on the map was 
you know, some high scores com- compared to the other codes, soccer, uh, NRL, and rugby union. AFL can have some high scoring games, and that's what that's what I you know. If I want to watch a game, I want to see two really good teams go at it, yeah. um, and I want to see goals being scored. Uh, you know, quite frequently. Um, so, yeah, you know, there's been a couple of games, I think, that have been pretty low scoring uh, for the start of the 23 season. Uh, but then again, I think there's been also been a couple that have been uh, sort of one-way traffic and, and high scoring. So, um, well, yeah, I suppose it's one of those things. If I watched it more, I'd probably be able to sort of answer it a little bit more in depth. But, uh, yeah, I think everyone just wants a good game. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to see a lopsided game. Yeah, Collingwood have been really high scoring and and just so much fun to watch this season. Now, if you if you watch any team early on this year, watch Collingwood. I mean, they are just uh, playing a great brand of footy, brave through the corridor, high scoring. Like you mentioned, it, it's uh, it's great to watch, and and they've got a lot of exciting young players, and you know, still have a couple of veteran players like a, a Scott Pendlebury, still side bottom. They uh, still go very well. So, a really yeah, fun team to watch. Yeah, yeah. I say that. I, was, I think I watched half a quarter um, last week, and I, I think you know. And obviously, you can hear people talk and all that. But even Collingwood last year, you know, the amount of games that they won by under a kick, under two kicks, uh, and from by all you know, record they've started off the season really well. I, I think they're favourites, and I think they're favourites by a long way um, to win the flag. So if they can continue, like anything, I know it's only round three uh, this weekend, but from what they did last year and the way that they've started, uh, I would have them. They're my pick at the moment. If someone had to say, who would you pick? Colin, um, by a long shot as well, even though it hurts to say that. Um, I just think they've got a really good blend of youth, as you said, and a couple of old heads just to sort of you know guide, guide the ship when, when things get a little bit tight. And it obviously seems that um, McRae's a, a pretty good coach and, yeah. you know, they all respect him and sort of all play for him. So, yeah, watch this space, I suppose. Uh, the Freo Dockers, your former club, of course, um, they, they haven't had a great start to the season, 0-2, and, and a little bit opposite to Collingwood. They've, they've played a bit of a, a basic brand of footy, a bit of a, a slowish game, chipping around the back line and a lot of long kicks down the line to, to big contests and we start over again. It hasn't gone their way. I mean, we've got the Western Derby this weekend. Do you see them being able to turn things around? They made the semi-finals last year. They looked very good, but yeah, it's been a slow start for them in twenty twenty-three. Yeah, and I and I haven't so well, I haven't watched them, so I can't sort of judge too much. But I, I would have once again before the season. Um, I said that they're they're going to go two ways. They're either going to finish easily top four and and be a a strong chance for the flag or they'll completely bottom out. Uh, and a lot of people, when I said that to them, a lot of Fremantle supporters, um, said, oh, wow. Um, I don't think, and once again, this is only my opinion, I don't think they're going to be a middle tier, sort of, you know, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. They're either going to be, yeah, drop, drop right out, or they're going to find some form. And they have to find it. Like, everyone's surprised when you say, you know, the first sort of three, four, five rounds can really set your season up. Um, because then, obviously, as the season gets on, you get injuries and, um, and form slumps and, and all those sorts of things. Uh, so the, the early games that you can win, for example, North Melbourne, who would have thought they would have been uh, two and zip? Um, it, it, and who would have thought um, Geelong would have been zero and two? Yeah. 
So it's one of those things. This is a cru- this is a crucial game. Obviously, West Coast come up, come off after a win, um, their first win since I think June last year, and Fremantle have to get a win to get their season up up and about. And yeah, as you said, they've been playing a chip long down the line. From watching the, a few games last year, they they played with excitement. They had flair. They got some really talented young players, and still a few older heads sort of running around. Um, so this, this this is a bigger game than a lot of people think. Because if they go zero and three, uh, it's, it's a long way to climb back up the ladder. Uh, I think Sydney came from zero and five in, in twenty, I think, or twenty one um, to make the finals, but. I think had to go on a 12-game winning streak or something. So it is a massive game, and it's a dirty. So um, all the supporters are going to be out in force. And, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Matt Johnson, young kid for the Fremantle Dockers. He'll be making his debut uh, this weekend, which is great to see. Uh, do, do you remember your first derby and, and what that was like? I do. It would have been. I could be wrong. Jesus, turning 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 back a few years now. Um Obviously, the West Coast team of that era, uh, so it would have been 2005, um, and even through that 2006-7, West Coast had the guns, you know, what did, what did they win one and lost one? Um, and I just remember, you know, you're, you're running around with, you know, against Judd Cousins, Kerr, Cox. Um, they were a formidable team. Um, but we had the edge over them in, in 05-06, um, don't get me wrong, my stats aren't the greatest, but I'm pretty sure out of those two years, I think our win-loss ratio might have been... We might have had the, the upper hand, I think. I could be wrong. I don't want to sort of jump, jump in it too quick. But um, we had some really good games against them. And obviously that was my time at Fremantle, you know, those years, um, especially 06. Um, yeah, we had a great run. and We had a great rivalry, rivalry with them, um, but obviously respected them at the same time because... They were a genuine champion team. Yeah, I reckon 06, you, you might have beaten them both times during the year. And obviously, it could have been a Derby Grand Final nearly that year. Um, from it memory. probably should Well, the old cliche, could have, should have, would have. Um, I still remember, I think we played Adelaide in the first final and lost. And they played Sydney. And I think we needed them to maybe win. And they lost, which meant we flipped over to the Sydney side of the draw. And um, obviously, they stayed on the other side of the draw. But obviously, history is history, and uh, we didn't make it that year. And Eagles went on to uh, to win it. Do derbies have the same hype around them as they once used to? Uh, it's probably hard for me to say. Oh, I still think derbies probably because I grew up uh, in that sort of East Fremantle, South Fremantle sort of rivalry. I don't think anything can beat the derbies from back. You know, in the in the 70s, 80s, um, they were, you know, you only have to watch some tape or, or speak to those old timers that said, you know, they were proper games. Like everyone lifted for a, for a derby. Um, I think they still they still try to make, you know, the, the Eagles versus um, Fremantle derbies, you know, because it is. It's a two-town team. You've, you've got to have that. Um, if they pump it up internally as much as they may have done back in the day, I'm not sure. I'd like to think they would because obviously Fremantle supporters and Eagles supporters are very passionate. Um, and, you know, whoever wins the game has got the upper edge in bragging rights until the next derby. So, yeah, and they are and they are big games because obviously everyone, you know, the crowd, I think every every derby that I played in was, was nearly a sellout um, and the crowd does sort of get up for it because they don't want 
cross-town rivals to, uh, to get one up on them. Well, uh, looking forward to the game coming up on Sunday at uh, Optus Stadium, 3.20, bounce down. Uh, of course, you also played for the Saints towards the back end of your AFL career. Um, they celebrate their 150th anniversary this weekend. What was your time like at the Saints? Oh, very enjoyable. Uh, yeah, very enjoyable. Obviously, I've stayed at many times before. I was very fortunate enough to obviously be coached um, under Ross, and he's by far the greatest coach that I've ever had. Um, and just, yeah, just the players, the environment back through that, uh, what was it, that 10 and 11 year? Obviously, we fell short in 10. Um, and then 11, we made the made the finals, but got knocked out by Sydney. But I was fortunate enough, I was only starting to someone the other night, having a couple of beers with them, and we are just talking about, you know, players that I was, I was fortunate enough to play with. And I played with, with some of the greats of, I suppose, the last couple of decades that, some will probably go down as, you know, uh, very highly ranked players overall in the AFL BFL um, sort of era. So, yeah, St Kilda was a great was a great journey, and obviously to be able to play in the biggest game, uh, you know, in AFL Grand Final today, and, and obviously, yeah, be part of that draw, but then come back and, and just yeah, not be good enough to get the chockies in the replay. Um, yeah, something that I'll never forget, but very enjoyable couple of years over uh, with St Kilda. How do you think Ross will go in his second stint with the Saints? Uh, they're off to a 2-0 start. He seems a little bit more jovial and um, certainly suggests that, that he's learnt a few things and has looked to grow and continue to grow. Do you see a premiership in his sights with the Saints? Well, everyone everyone thought that they were going to struggle because they've got uh, what, 15 injuries, I think, to, to some really yeah. key personnel. Um and when I seen that, I'm like, oh yeah, but I don't know. Ross has got something about him that um, it doesn't matter who's on the park, you know, plays the the game style that they want to play, and it doesn't matter who comes in. They play their role, they get the job done. So does it surprise me that they've got a big injury list in their two wins, zero losses? No, it doesn't. Um, it's not just him that's gone back as well. They've got Lenny Hayes, um, Brendan Goddard's back there, and these these guys obviously all played under Ross and know how he operates. And, yeah, it does look in sort of seeing media-wise and all that, and he's, he's sort of taken a little bit of a backward step. Um, but don't forget, I was coached him by nearly 11, 12 years ago. Um, and then he got into the media. So he's probably learned a heap, but I, I still reckon, and I'd still like to think that he's got that hard edge about him, what made him such a great coach. And when I say great coach, obviously he goes, oh, you know, this is the, the footy support. Well, but he didn't win a premiership. He didn't win a premiership. We know that. But he's doing something right to get teams to the to the last day in September. So I, th- I think this year is going to be an interesting one for St Kilda because um, if they do get some of their uh, A-graders back uh, and they win early games because early games are, are so crucial, yeah, they, they, they could do something surprising. And then, um, who knows, maybe not this year. Um, just because of the likes of Collingwood. Uh, yeah, but in the next couple of years, you never know. Keep mm. a health, healthy spot together and anything's possible. They've got a good running team and, uh, yeah, they've started really well in season 2023. Uh, Brett, it's been a pleasure chatting on the program this afternoon, talking a little footy. Uh, thank you very much for taking the time and all the very best. I no, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. And there he goes, Brett Peake.